Hare Krishna. Welcome to Kalachanji's. So before we start, let's pray to Sri Sri Radha Kalachanji at their lotus feet that by reading Srimad Bhagavatam and by doing this service, we're able to come closer and closer to them and it can bring us back home, back to Bharat. Hare Krishna. So we'll sing Jai Radha Madhav. Jai Radha Madhava Kunjavihari
ಜಯ ಯಶೋಧನ ಅಂದನ ಬ್ರಜಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋಧನ ಅಂದನ ಬ್ರಜಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋಧನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋಧನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋಧನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜಜನರಂಜನ ತೀರವನಚಾರಿ ಯಮುನಾ ತೀರವನಚಾರಿ ಅಜಯ ಪರಮಹಂಸಪರಿವ್ರಾಜಕಚಾರ್ಯಸ್ತೋತ್ತರಸತೃಶ್ರೀಮದ್ಭಕ್ತಿಸಂತಸ್ವಾಮೀಶ
So we are continuing our reading from Canto 12, which is titled The Age of Deterioration. And we are reading from chapter 12, which is uh, titled Srimad Bhagavatam Summarized. And we are on text 1. Sutta Uvacha Namo Dharmaya Mahate Nama Krishnaya Vedase Brahmane Pyo Namaskritya Dharman Vakshe Sanatanan Sutta Uvacha Namo Dharmaya Mahate Nama Krishnaya Vedhase Brahmani Pyo Namaskritya Dhraman Vakshyai Sanatanan Sutta Vacha Namo Dharmaya Mahate Nama Krishnaya Vedase Brahmani Pyo Namaskritya Dharman Vakshay Sanatanan Sutta Vacha Namo Dharmaya Mahate Nama Krishnaya Vedhase Brahmane Bhyonamaskritya Dharman Vakshay Sanatanam Sutta Vacha Namo Dharmaya Mahate Nama Krishnaya Vedhase Brahmane Bhyonamaskritya Dharman Vakshay Sanatanam Word by word, Sutta Vacha. Sutta Goswami said, Namaha, obeisances, Dharmaya, to the principle of religion, Mahate, greatest, Namaha, obeisances, Krishnaya, to Lord Krishna, Vedhase, the Creator, Brahmanipya, to the Brahmanas, Namaskritya, offering my obeisances, Dharman, the principles of religion, Vakshay, I shall speak. Sanatanan, eternal. Translation and purport by the disciples of His Divine Grace, Shilaprupa. Shilaprupa, the key, Jai. Sutta Goswami said, 
offering my obeisances to the supreme religious principle, devotional service, to Lord Krishna, the supreme creator, and to all the pramanas, I shall now describe the eternal principles of religion. Purport. In this 12th chapter of the 12th canto, Sutta Goswami will summarize all the topics of Srimad Bhagavatam, beginning from the first canto. So we'll, we'll keep continuing till we get a big purport. Text 2. And I'll just read the English translations. O oh, great sages, so this is Sutta Goswami saying, O oh, great sages, I have narrated to you the wonderful pastimes of Lord Vishnu as you inquired about them from me. Hearing such narrations is the suitable engagement for a person who is actually a human being. The word Naranam Puroshochitam indicate that men and women who actually come to the standard of human life hear and chant the glories of the Supreme Lord, whereas uncivilized persons may not be interested in the science of God. Text 3 This literature fully glorifies the Supreme Personality of God at Hari, who removes all his devotees' sinful reactions. The Lord is glorified as Narayan, Rishikesha, and the Lord of the Satvatas. Purport. Lord Krishna's many holy names indicate his extraordinary transcendental qualities. The name Hari indicates that the Lord removes all sins from the heart of his devotees. Narayana indicates that Lord sustains the existence of all other beings. Rishikesha indicates that Lord Krishna is the ultimate controller of the senses of all living beings. The word Bhagavan indicates that Lord Krishna is the all-attractive supreme being. And the word Satvatam Patihi indicate that the Lord is naturally the master of saintly and religious people, especially the members of the exalted Yadu family. Text 4. This literature describes the mystery of the supreme absolute truth the source of the creation and inhalation of this universe, also presented our divine knowledge of Him together with the process of its cultivation and the transcendental realization one achieves. Text 5. The following topics are also narrated. The process of devotional service, together with its subsidiary feature of renunciation and the histories of Maharaj Parikshit and the sage Narada. Text 6. Also described are saintly King Parikshit's sitting down to fast until death in response to the curse of a Brahmana's son and the conversations between Parikshit and Shukdev Goswami, who is best of all Brahmanas. Text 7 The Bhagavatam explains how one can attain liberation at the time of death by practicing fixed meditation and yoga. It also contains a discussion between Narada and Brahma, an enumeration of the incarnations of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and a description of how the universe was created in progressive sequence, beginning from the unmanifest stage of material nature. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur explains that it would be difficult to give a complete list of the numerous accounts and topics contained in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Therefore, it is understood that Sutta Goswami is merely summarizing the topics. We should not consider the topics he fails to mention here 
less important or superfluous. Superfluous. Since every letter and word of Srimad Bhagavatam is absolute. Krishna conscious sound vibration. Text 8. This scripture also relates the discussions Vidura had with Uddhava and with Maitriya. Inquiries about the subject matter of this Purana and the winding up of creation within the body of the Supreme Lord at the time of inhalation. Text 9. The creation affected by the agitation of the modes of material nature, the seven stages of evolution by elemental transformation, and the construction of the universal egg, from which arises the universal form of the Supreme Lord. All these are thoroughly described. 10. Other topics include the subtle and gross movements of time, the generation of the lotus from the navel of Garbhodakshaya Vishnu, and the killing of the demon Hiranyaksha, when the earth was delivered from the Garbhodaka ocean. 11. The Bhagavatam also describes the creation of demigods, animals and demoniac species of life, the birth of Lord Rudra and the appearance of Swayambhuva Manu from the half-man, half-woman Ishvara. Text 12. Also related are the appearance of the first woman, Satarupa, who was the excellent consort of Manu and the offsprings of the pious wives of Prajapati Kardamba. 13. The Bhagavatam describes the incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead as the exalted sage Kapila and records the conversations between the greatly learned soul and his mother Devahuti. Texts 14 and 15 Also described are the progeny of the nine great Brahmanas, the the destruction of Daksha's sacrifice and the history of Dhruva Maharaj followed by the histories of King Prithu and King Prachinabhari, the discussion between Prachinabhari and Narada, and the life of Maharaj Priyavrata. Then, O Brahmanas, the Bhagavatam tells of the character and activities of King Nabhi, Lord Lord Rishabha, and King Bharata. Text 16, the Bhagavatam, gives an elaborate description of the earth's continents, regions, oceans, mountains and rivers. Also described are the arrangement of the celestial sphere and the conditions found in the subterranean regions and, and in hell. Text 17. The rebirth of Prajapati Daksha as the son of the Prachetas and the progeny of Daksha's daughters who initiated the races of demigods, demons, human beings, animals, serpents, birds, and so on. All this is described. Text 18. O Brahmanas, also recounted are the births and deaths of Vritrasura and of Diti's sons Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashapu, as well as the history of the greatest of Diti's descendants, the exalted soul Prahlad Maharaj. Text 19. The reign of each Manu, the liberation of Gajendra, and the special incarnations of Lord Vishnu in each Manvantara, such as Lord Hayashishra, are described as well. Text 20. The Bhagavatam also tells of the appearances of the Lord of the universe as Kurma, Matsya, Narsinga, and Vamana, and of the demigods churning of the milk ocean to obtain nectar. Text 21. 
an account of the great battle fought between the demigods and the demons, a systematic description of the dynasties of various kings, and narrations concerning Ikshvaku's birth, his dynasty and the dynasty of the pious Sudyumna, all are presented within this literature. Text 22. Also related are the histories of Ila and Tara and the descriptions of the descendants of the sun god, including such kings as Shashada and Riga. The histories of Sukanya, Sharyati, the intelligent Kakuchstha, Kathavagna, Mandhata, Saubhari and Sagara are narrated here. Text 24. The Bhagavatam narrates the sanctifying pastimes of Lord Ramachandra, the king of Koshala, and also explains how King Nimi abandoned his material body. The appearance of the descendants of King Janaka is also mentioned here. Text 25 and 26. The Srimad Bhagavatam describes how Lord Parusharam, the greatest descendant of Bhrigu, annihilated all the Kshatriyas on the face of the earth. It further recounts the lives of glorious kings who appeared in the dynasty of the moon god. Kings such as Aila, Yayati, Nahusha, Dushmanta son, Bharat, Bharata, Shantanu and Shantanu's son Bhishma. Also described as the great dynasty founded by King Yadu, the eldest son of Yayati. Text 27. How Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead and Lord of the Universe, descended into this Yadu dynasty, how he took birth in the home of Vasudev, and how he then grew up in Gokula. All this is described in detail. Texts 28 and 29 also glorified are the innumerable pastimes of Sri Krishna, the enemy of the demons, including his childhood pastimes of sucking out Putana's life, air, along with her breast milk, breaking the cart, trampling down Trinavarta, killing Bakasura, Vatsasura, and Aghasura, and the pastimes he enacted with Lord Balaram, oh, sorry, and the pastimes he enacted when Lord Brahma hid his calves and cowherd boyfriends in a cave. Text 30. The Srimad Bhagavatam tells how Lord Krishna and Lord Balaram killed the demon Dhinokasura and his companions. How Lord Balaram destroyed Pralambasura. And also how Krishna saved the cowherd boys from a raging forest fire that had encircled them. 31 to 33. The chastisement of the serpent Kaliya. The rescue of Nanda Maharaj from a great snake. The severe vows performed by the young gopis who thus satisfied Lord Krishna. The mercy he showed the wives of the Vedic Brahmanas who felt remorse. The lifting of Govardhan Hill, followed by the worship and bathing ceremony performed by Indra and the Surabhi cow, Lord Krishna's nocturnal pastimes with the cowherd girls, and the killing of the foolish demons Shankachuda, Arishta, and Keshi. All these pastimes are elaborately recounted. 34. The Bhagavatam describes the arrival of Akrura, the subsequent departure of Krishna and Balaram, the lamentation of the gopis, and the Touring of Mathura. 35. Also narrated are how Krishna and Balaram killed the elephant Kuvala Yadipa, the wrestlers Mustika and Chanura, 
and Kamsa and other demons, as well as how Krishna brought back the dead son of his spiritual master, Sandipani Muni. 36. Then, O Brahmanas, the scripture recounts how Lord Hari, while residing in Mathura in the company of Uddhava and Balaram, performed pastimes for the satisfaction of the Yadu dynasty. 37. Also described are the inhalation of each of the many armies brought by Jarasandha, the killing of the barbarian king Kalayavana, and the establishment of Dwaraka city. Text 38. This work also describes how Lord Krishna brought from heaven the Parijata tree and the Sudharma assembly hall, and how he kidnapped Rukmini by defeating all his rivals in battle. Text 39. Also narrated are how Lord Krishna in the battle with Banasura defeated Lord Shiva by making him yawn. How the Lord cut off Banasura's arms and how he killed the master of Prajyotishapura and then rescued the young princesses held captive in that city. Texts 40 and 41. There are descriptions of the powers and deaths of the king of Chedi, Poundraka, Salva, the foolish Dantavakra, Sambara, Vivida, Pitha, Mura, Panchajana and other demons along with the description of how Varanasi was burned to the ground. The Bhagavatam also recounts how Lord Krishna relieved the earth's burden by engaging the Pandavas in the battle of Kurukshetra. 42 to 43. How the Lord withdrew his own dynasty on the pretext of the Brahmana's curse. Vasudeva's conversation with Narada, the extraordinary conversation between Uddhava and Krishna, which reveals the science of the self in complete detail and elucidates the religious principles of human society. And then, how Lord Krishna gave up this mortal world by his own mystic power. The Bhagavatam narrates all these events. 44. This work also describes people's characteristics and behaviors in the different ages, the chaos men experience in the age of Kali, the four kinds of inhalation, and the three kinds of creation. Text 45. There are also an account of the passing away of the wise and saintly king Vishnu Ratha, which is Parikshit, an explanation of how Srila Vyasadeva disseminated the branches of the Vedas. A pious narration concerning Markandeya Rishi and a description of the detailed arrangements of the Lord's universal form and his form as the sun, the soul of the universe. Text 46. Thus, O best of the Brahmanas, I have explained herein what you have inquired from me. This literature has glorified in full detail the activities of the Lord's pastime incarnations. Text 47. If, when falling, slipping, feeling pain, or sneezing, one involuntarily cries out in a loud voice, Obeisances to Lord Hari, one will be automatically freed from all his sinful reactions. Purport. Srila Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Thakur explains that Lord Sri Chaitanya is always loudly chanting the song Harai Nama Krishna in the courtyard of Srivas Thakur. And that the same Lord Chaitanya will free us from our materialistic enjoying propensity 
if we also loudly chant the glories of the supreme lord hari okay i think we've read um till the purport so the last translation what we had which had a purport it says if when falling slipping feeling pain or sneezing again if we are falling slipping feeling pain or sneezing one involuntarily cries out in a loud voice obeisances to lord hari one will be automatically freed from all his sinful reactions bhakti sadan saraswati thakur is explaining that chaitanya mahaprabhu is always loudly chanting the song harai nama krishna in the courtyard of shrivas thakur and that the same lord chaitanya will free us from our materialistic enjoying propensity if we also loudly chant the glories of the supreme lord hari om gyana timirandhasya gyananjana shalakhaya chakshurun militam yena tasmay shri guruvai namaha jai shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri advaita kadadhar shri vasadi shri gaur bhaktavinda hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो इन दिस चैप्टर बेसिकली सुत गोस्वामी इज एक्चुअली समराइजिंग द कॉन्टेंट्स ऑफ द श्रीमद भागवतम एंड सो फार व्हाट वी हैव रेड वी स्टिल हैव अ फ्यू मोर वर्सेस टू कंप्लीट दिस चैप्टर बट सो फार व्हाट वी हैव रेड इट शोस हाउ श्रीमद भागवतम इज इज कंप्लीट इट हैज एवरीथिंग the the question which maharaj parikshit asked about what is the purpose of our life and he asked us he asked that question on behalf of all of us so we understand what is the real purpose of our life what is what is the gift of the human form of life you know in all different forms like animals birds beasts trees you know they're all engaged in four four things which are eating sleeping mating and defending and if we as human form of life also continue to do that shila prabhupada says that we are just a glorified animal but in the human form of life we are also given something which is very important which is our our mind and intelligence and if we utilize that intelligence in the service of krishna then all our activities whatever we perform based on the responsibilities and the conditioning we have we can dovetail all those activities for the pleasure of krishna shrimad bhagavatam is our guide it's like our book our book of code the code book and if we follow the the shrimad bhagavatam we actually understand how we can organize our lives every day that we are able to dovetail every small thing we do for krishna's pleasure we read from the shrimad bhagavatam that it has information about you know, how this material world was created how the universal eggs were formed which are coming out from the pores of karuna daksha vishnu we also understand how the garbha daksha vishnu goes into each of the universal egg and from garbhodakshay vishnu who is actually lying down in the causal ocean from his navel comes out a lotus flower and that's where lord brahma is actually 
seated and he creates the material world every day every day of lord brahma's day day he actually is crea- he's doing some part of creation and at night there is annihilation and that's partial annihilation and we also see from various lives of great personalities that whenever they have difficulties how do they actually overcome those difficulties and these are instances or pastimes which krishna is actually explaining to all of us through shrimad bhagavatam that whenever we are put into any of those difficult situations we need to follow in the footsteps of the mahajans and we see from many stories like prahlad maharaj dhruva maharaj you know prahlad maharaj he had so many difficulties right he had his father put him in so many instances where he actually you know if somebody who was not having full faith in krishna would have completely crumbled but prahlad maharaj he had full surrender full faith in krishna and because he had full faith krishna protected him and even when you know even when narsingha bhagwan appeared everybody was so afraid to see his form but only prahlad maharaj could actually stand there and pray to him to calm him down same way we see in dhruva maharaj his pastime you know he was so he was so angry he had a kshatriya spirit in his heart and when his father didn't allow him to sit on his on his lap he had that fighting spirit that i'm going to take the whole kingdom from you and that's when narad muni intercepted him when he was going to the forest and explained to him that he actually wanted to test him and make sure that he was actually looking for krishna and then he spiritual master actually guided him so this is a very nice example that not only by reading shrimad bhagavatam but when we read shrimad bhagavatam in the association of devotees following in the instructions of our spiritual master that's when the bhagavatam actually can go into our hearts and you know it can create a create a space where we can always go back to it so shila prabhupad he has actually given us such a nice program where every morning we are able to read the shrimad bhagavatam and shrimad bhagavatam is considered the the most nectarian fruit of the vedas vyasadev even after he wrote all the four vedas still he was not satisfied and his spiritual master narad muni came and told him that vyasadev the reason why you're not feeling happy the, the reason why you're not feeling satisfied is because you haven't written about krishna and only when you re- write about krishna and his nectarian pastimes that's when you're going to get you know satisfaction in your heart and then vyasadev actually wrote the entire shrimad bhagavatam and it is the mercy of shila prabhupad that he actually sat hours together you know in his in his old age that he actually translated all of this in english so we are able to read and understand the shrimad bhagavatam which is a timeless you know nectarian fruit which was left here by vyasadev when he actually came all the way from india the first time he brought with him 
you know, the first three cantos, which were published in English. And he actually wanted to spread the Srimad Bhagavatam door to door. And he actually said that in this modern day and age, the only way for us to go door to door is, you know, by distributing his books. And when we distribute these books, people, when they read these books, then they are able to go deeper and deeper into the knowledge of Krishna consciousness. And Srimad Bhagavatam is is that Amala Puran. And that's why Sthuta Goswami here, when he's summarizing the entire Srimad Bhagavatam, it shows that everything is there in Srimad Bhagavatam. We don't have to go anywhere else. Srimad Bhagavatam starts from the basics and it goes all the way to the highest level, which is you know, the pastimes of Krishna. And it shows how Krishna is lovingly associating with all his devotees in different rasas or different mellows. So Sutta Goswami here is explaining to us that even if we are falling, even if we are slipping, even if you are feeling pain, even if you are sneezing, if we actually just cry out Krishna's name, you know, if we just say Hari, one will automatically be freed from all our sinful reactions. And I've actually seen practically that when somebody is sneezing, they say Achyuta, right? And this is one way of loudly crying Krishna's name. And here it is, it is bona fide. It's saying that even if we are involuntarily crying out Krishna's name while sneezing or feeling pain, automatically we are freed from all sinful reactions. So Sutta Goswami continues that when people properly glorify the Supreme Personality of Godhead or simply hear about His power, the Lord personally enters their heart and cleanses away every trace of misfortune just as the sun removes the darkness or as a powerful wind drives away the clouds. One may not be satisfied with the example of the sun removing the darkness, since sometimes the darkness in a cave is not removed by the sun. Therefore, the example is given of a strong wind that drives away a cover of clouds. It is thus emphatically stated here that the Supreme Lord will remove from the heart of His devotees the darkness of material illusion. Text 49 Words that do not describe the transcendental personality of Godhead but instead deal with temporary matters are simply false and useless. Only those words that manifest the transcendental qualities of the Supreme Lord are actually truthful, auspicious and pious. Purpose, sooner or later, all material literature and discussion must fail the test of time. On the other hand, the transcendental descriptions of the Supreme Lord can free us from the bondage of illusion and restore us to our eternal status as loving servants of the Lord. Although men who are like animals may criticize the glorification of the absolute truth, those who are civilized should go on vigorously propagating the transcendental glories of the Lord. Text 50 Those words describing the glories of the all-famous personality of Godhead are attractive, relishable and ever-fresh. Indeed, such words are a perpetual festival for the mind and they dry up the ocean of misery. 
just by describing the glories of the all-famous personality of Godhead, such words are a perpetual festival for the mind. Text 51, those words that do not describe the glories of the Lord, who alone can sanctify the atmosphere of the whole universe, are considered to be like unto a place of pilgrimage for crows, and are never resorted by those situated in transcendental knowledge. The pure and saintly devotees take interest only in topics glorifying the infallible Supreme Lord. Text 52. On the other hand, the literature which is full of descriptions of the transcendental glories of the name, fame, forms, pastimes, and so on of the unlimited Supreme Lord is a different creation, full of transcendental words directed towards bringing about a revolution in the impious lives of the world's misdirected civilization. Such transcendental literatures, even though imperfectly composed, are heard, sung and accepted by purified men who are thoroughly honest. Text 53 Knowledge of self-realization, even though free from all material affinity, does not look well if devoid of a conception of the infallible. What, then, is the use of even the most properly formed, performed fruitive activities, which are naturally painful from the very beginning and transient by nature, if they are not utilized for the devotional service of the Lord? Text 54 The great endeavor one undergoes in executing the ordinary social and religious duties of the Varnashram system in performing austerities and in hearing from the Vedas culminates only in the achievement of mundane fame and opulence. But by respecting and attentively hearing the recitation of the transcendental qualities of the Supreme Lord, the husband of the goddess of fortune, one can remember his lotus feet. 55. Remembrance of Lord Krishna's lotus feet destroys everything inauspicious and awards the greatest good fortune. It purifies the heart and bestows devotion for the Supreme Soul, along with knowledge enriched with realization and renunciation. Text 56. O most eminent of Brahmanas, you are all indeed extremely fortunate since you have already placed within your hearts Lord Sri Narayan, the personality of Godhead, the supreme controller and the ultimate soul of all existence, beyond whom there is no other God. You have undeviating love for him and thus I request you to worship him. 57. I also have now been fully reminded of the science of God, which I previously heard from the mouth of the great sage Shukdev Goswami. I was present in the assembly of great sages who heard him speak to King Parikshit as the monarch sat fasting until death. 58. O Brahmanas, I have thus described to you the glories of the Supreme Lord Vasudev, whose extraordinary activities are the most worthy of glorification. This narration destroys all that is inauspicious. One who with undeviating attention constantly recites this literature at every moment of every hour, as well as one who faithfully hears even one verse or half a verse or a single line or even half a line certainly purifies his very self.
text 60. One who hears his Bhagavatam on the Ekadashi or Dwadashi day is assured of long life and one who recites it with careful attention while fasting is purified of all sinful reactions. 61. One who controls his mind fasts at the holy places Pushkar, Mathura or Dwaraka and studies the scripture will be freed from all fear. 62. Upon the person who glorifies this Purana by chanting or hearing it, the demigods, sages, siddhas, pitas, manus and the kings of the earth bestow all desirable things. 63. By studying this Bhagavatam, a Brahmana can enjoy the same rivers of honey, ghee and milk he enjoys by studying the hymns of Rig, Yajur and Samavedas. A Brahmana who diligently reads this essential compilation of all the Puranas will go to the supreme destination which the Supreme Lord Himself has herein described. A Brahmana who studies the Srimad Bhagavatam achieves firm intelligence in devotional service. A king who studies it gains sovereignty over the earth. A Vaishya acquires great treasure and a Shudra is freed from sinful reactions. 66. Lord Hari, the supreme controller of all beings, annihilates the accumulated sins of the Kali age. Yet, other literatures do not constantly glorify him. But that supreme personality of Godhead, appearing in his innumerable personal expansions, is abundantly and constantly described throughout the various narrations of the Srimad Bhagavatam. 67. I bow down to that unborn and infinite supreme soul whose personal energies affect the creation, maintenance and destruction of the material universe. Even Brahma, Indra, Shankara and the other lords of the heavenly planets cannot fathom the glories of that infallible personality of Godhead. I offer my obeisances to the supreme personality of Godhead who is the eternal lord and the leader of all the other deities, who by evolving his nine material energies has arranged within himself the abode of all moving and non-moving creatures, and who is always situated in pure transcendental consciousness. 69. Let me offer my respectful obeisances unto my spiritual master, the son of Vyasadeva, Shukadeva Goswami, it is he who defeats all inauspicious things within this universe. Although in the beginning he was absorbed in the happiness of Brahman realization, he was living in a secluded place. Giving up all other types of consciousness, he became attracted by the pleasing, most melodious pastimes of Lord Sri Krishna. He therefore mercifully spoke the Supreme Purana, Srimad Bhagavatam, which is the bright light of the Absolute Truth, and which describes the activities of the Lord. Purport, without offering respectful obeisances to Shukdev Goswami and other great Acharyas in his line, one cannot possibly gain privilege of entering into the deep transcendental meaning of Srimad Bhagavatam. Thus end the purports of the humble servants of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, to the 12th canto, 12th chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam entitled, the topics of Srimad Bhagavatam summarized. Hare Krishna. So we'll stop here and we shall continue chapter 13 
on Monday. Hare Krishna.